Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Don't have time to work out? Well, that's where our free 10-minute classes come into your life. You can go ahead and sign up over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash five days and we'll send you five days of 10-minute classes, yoga, Pilates, all of the goodness to make you feel absolutely amazing. Emma, are you excited? Oh, yes. These are my favorite classes. Bring it on. We'll see you super soon on the mat over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash five days. Welcome to episode 314 on the Get Married podcast. We're so excited to be here. <laughs> and I think that it's funny that I literally start every episode with that sentence. And now our topic of conversation today is excitement. Wow. That's exciting. <laughs> Do you like how I said that in like a really sarcastic way? Monotone way. Yeah, you sounded so excited. I am. But I actually am. And, you know, we were just chatting before about this topic and – you know, you and I, Carla, we find it quite easy to feel a level of excitement, not in all times. Like, of course, like we don't, we're not excited all the time and you can't be the same feeling all the time. Mm. Like that's a robot. That's not real. That's, that's, there's something wrong there uh, because ebbs and flows, right? You have like dynamic feelings, but when we do or have mentioned excitement recently, we've had several comments where, you know, people spoke out about their lack of excitement. They didn't feel excited about small things, therefore it didn't even feel excited about big things. And it made us kind of reflect and think, wow, like, what does that feel like? Because I don't I don't feel that. I feel excited all the time. Yeah. I think that it's also it it's almost like feeling excited. It's a practice. Yeah, like like gratitude, yeah. like, like, like all ha- the things. Like you have to consciously decide sometimes. Like if you're not feeling excited, it's like we have our level too high. It's like we've set it too high. Uh... It's like almost like, well, I mean – this could be exciting, but it's not that. So yeah. I'm, and like, I could get better. So nah. Mm, well, I think it's actually, it's like we do other things that stop the excitement. So we do comparing. True. So we might compare our lives to someone else's lives and they're going on the, the fancy holidays or they have the beautiful house and then you feel crap about your life. So excitement can't, that you can't feel excited and crap about your life at the same time. Uh, and maybe actually gratitude while we're there. Maybe we have the answer in the first five minutes of this podcast. You just need to be grateful for your life and then you feel the excitement, right? At your own, for whatever's happening. Yeah. Like really, that's what's happening because, uh, I mean, another thing, I mean, you had your birthday party recently. That was exciting. Like I was excited for that. It was fun. It was like so fun. it was a little project. And I think this might be another thing. You know, you get so wrapped up in the to-do list of the normal life, like the the 
everyday things, the packing of lunches, the cooking of dinners, the cleaning of houses, the getting ready of kids, the getting ready of self, the going to work, coming home from work, ticking off the to-do list. You fill it up with all these to-dos, this all this normal life stuff, and that becomes not so exciting because it's the same thing every day. Whereas we could introduce newness and that's where the excitement is. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Then it's almost like, like for me, when, when I'm I'm thinking like of excitement, there's like an unknown to it. Mm. Like it's like it's always, like not always, sometimes the excitement is to do with the potential of something. Yeah, it's and not even the thing. It's not even the thing, <laughs> but it's the potential of something and it's the thinking of the what if and, wow, this is really cool and I'm excited about this and I'm excited about learning about this and I didn't know that and that's just blown my mind and – I can't believe I didn't know about that, but now I do and I feel really excited that I know about it now. And that's one type of excitement and I know you feel that too. Mm. Like when we're like, oh, my God. Like, I mean, (laughs) and this is the thing, we have that when we're kids because we're learning new things every day, we're experiencing, we're more outdoors as well, we're more in nature. Well, us as kids, we were outside every afternoon, every lunchtime we were in the sun out in the forest like wow like that's exploring uh and then as adults you forget to do stuff like that I think we've been lucky in our business journey like we've been learning so much we've been stepping outside of our comfort zone continuously not every day but continuously for the last eight years this has been a hell of a journey of learning putting ourselves out there in front of people trying new things being really scared and nervous but then having that excited feeling as well uh so we're really lucky in that and I think though at times during that experience we've had to create those moments yes because I can even use like Marybody as an example. Like Marybody is the best thing we've ever made. Uh, but it's the thing we have focused on for the longest yes. within our business. So we've been in business for almost nine years now. And Marybody mm-hmm. has been around for three years, the the membership in February, right? In March. Yeah, so four so years almost with the four programs. years with the program. Yeah. That's like Whoa. almost half that is half of our business journey. I'm just I just blew my own mind. Oh my god. Okay, so before Mary Body, we were very much like, do this, do that, do this, do that. And that caused excitement. Yeah. But it also caused an anxiety turmoil. <laughs> okay. So pros and cons here, people. Uh Mary Body is much more stable. Uh it's one core focus, which we know how important focus is. We've talked about this before on the podcast go and check that episode out maybe we'll pop it in the notes um but there have been times where we feel the humdrum of the business as well where it's like we're just doing the same thing every day this is getting really boring and I think we can also reflect and realize well we weren't traveling anywhere either in the past two years and that has been a big part of business excitement for us like going to conferences overseas that's very true and they haven't been here before haven't been here anymore so that has been crossed off so it's like we've been forced to create the excitement yes in those moments where we can acknowledge where we can sit down and be like we need to shake things up. Yeah, and I think we're really good at noticing that when we are feeling a lack of 
you know, joy, excitement, because it's a high value enthusiasm. of ours. Enthusiasm, yeah. When we're lacking that, it's like, all right, we need to we need to shake it up. And how do we do that? Literally, like we could go out for a nice lunch and have a brainstorm, mm-hmm. or we just go and do something fun together. And it doesn't take much, and we come up with a new project. And the thing is, the new project creates the excitement, uh, the new focus, the new creation. And I mean, creating. Something from no- nothing, something from nothing, <laughs> creating something from nothing. That is exciting. No matter if it's like a little drawing you're doing or this massive project, when you create something from nothing, you feel a sense of wow, you feel a sense of wonder, uh, you feel a sense of excitement. Mm. And we need to consciously choose to bring that into our lives. We need to, like, we need to put it in there. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, as you were saying before, when you were talking about the list of common chores that need to be done throughout the day and how we can become, you know, that just becomes one, no ebb and flow. That's just like the norm. And it is up to us as individuals to choose to add a little blip. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, what am I doing? Hang on a minute. I feel like I'm feeling this lack of excitement, this lack of – um, this lackluster, I like yeah. how you use that word all the time, Emmy, where it's just like you feel a bit flat and a bit blah. Yeah, and I think, you know, I have felt that many times in my life when I've gone through like sad times uh, and I really am aware that I am the driver of that. I'm responsible for that. So I get to choose when I am filled with joy. I can change my mood. Sometimes it's harder than other times. Of course, when you have stuff going on, that's really hard. But you know when you're in a flat mood and you don't really know why? It's also hard when you have PMS. Like that's a bit different too. Like what the hell? Like I'm two different people. Like just before my period, who is that woman? And just I'm confused. Who is she? And where does she come from? <laughs> She's really different. I don't know. She comes from the depths. She's the woman under the river. Seriously, like, I need to talk to her and figure out how to live with her. <laughs> like, and, like, figure her Co-exist. out. Like, how do I? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> So lucky that I only last, she's only around for a day or two. But I'm sure she's amazing. I just need to, like. It's like we need to celebrate her in a way where it's. What, like what does she want? I know what does what she do you want? want? And she wants something, and she needs something. I'm talking about myself, guys. I'm going loony, loony tune. But she does need something, and I need to figure out so I can give her that, and then maybe it'll be better. Um, anyway, uh, I can choose my level of excitement. I mean, it's like it's like how you wake up. You can wake up and be joy filled. Like you can like get out of bed and, you know, put a smile on your face and put the music on, make the coffee and live life like that. And I feel really blessed that I'm able to live like that most days. I really feel happy and joy-filled. It's so nice. And, you know, when I can reflect back and remember those days where I was really sad and like not excited and unhappy, I'm so grateful for this like ease in my life where I feel so much joy. But I think the cool thing is, is that if you're feeling that lackluster or like flatness, it's possible to feel that again. You just need to take some action steps or get the help you need potentially. Yeah, it depends like what like yeah. what, what we're talking about. Exactly. Like whether if it's just like we're stuck in this rut and we're, we are aware of it and we know that we could do something about it, but 
I get it. That first step is the hardest step. Yeah. Uh, that's like where it's like, yeah, it's with us. But if it's something else, like, yeah, definitely seek the help and there's no shame in that. Mm-mm. And we are the first ones to say, get the help. Yeah. Um, get that external perspective and the act, like professional action steps yeah. that can actually help you pull yourself out of that. Yeah. Um, excitement, I think, as well, can come across as unprofessional in um, business and I'm talking as in these are the perceptions and they're not they're not true this is not true but uh historically I think in business excitement is a no-no well I think especially as women you know we experience that a hundredfold people who laugh as women who laugh a lot women who are excitable enthusiastic I totally got that. And, yeah, maybe, okay, like I'm talking to a bunch of corporate people who are, like, unhappy in their jobs also. Like, they're not going to like that. They're going to be like, what the heck is this? And they're going to see a youth youthfulness, childlike behavior. Therefore, they are dumb. They are not intelligent. Uh, they're not good enough to be here because they bring uh, sparkle and light and everyone else is grey mm. <laughs> in their whatever they're wearing corporate yeah, so I stiffness. Think, <laughs> and I think um, like that's just not true. No, and it's also not true that every corporate area is like that. Like I'm, this was just our experience yeah, in a certain Yeah, but I can job. remember another corporate gig that we did and we were invited to speak at International Women's Day oh. and we, we ourselves – were obviously judging of ourselves, like, mm-hmm. and how we thought that they were perceiving us. And we're like, we didn't feel – I remember we walked yeah. out of that place. It was, like, some law firm. And we were like, oh, like, they didn't like us. Like, that was probably really bad. Like, they probably didn't resonate with any of it because we were talking about following your bliss and they worked in a law firm and they probably all just want to climb up the ladder. Anyway, <laughs> fast forward an hour later, we got this email from the organiser saying he's really worried that everyone's going to quit their jobs because they were so inspired and were like, well, where's our bliss? Like, let's go find it yeah. because this isn't it. And that is, again, like, that's on us believing that that false uh, idea that mm. excitement and enthusiasm equals immature, equals unprofessional, equals dumb, whatever. Like that was on us. I can, I can actually see yeah. that now. Like that was just our own fear of judgment that yeah. wasn't even true. So in that case it wasn't true. So we've got to remember there's, there's both. Like there's definitely going to be places who are like, yeah, you don't belong mm. here. And I think it also might come with a age thing. You're like, oh, like I'm actually, I'm, you act, you feel like you're acting immature, therefore you stop allowing yourself to feel this certain joy or excitement. But like remember Arnie Matey, like Arnie Matey is still mm. alive, great Arnie Matey, our grandma's sister. sister. She always had like this joyful, youthful like fun energy, right? She like we so love fun. Arnie Matey. She was out there. Like she was, I don't know, she was a bit wild and wacko. And she would do all the things with us yeah. and like she would come up with cool things for us to do Yeah, and would always like talk to us, like be excited for yeah. us. And like she was old. She was always old for us. Like and I want to be like that. Yeah. I want to stay. It's not even about staying young. It's about staying energized and excited and enthusiastic and enthusiastic for life itself and i think it's a really sad thing when we believe that as we mature we need to be less of those things because it's simply not 
true. Exactly. Uh, and I think I, I think that people are always really shocked when we go into like business mode and we're talking about all the things that we've done or are doing or we're purchasing or we've got that property and this is happening and blah, blah. And then they're like, whoa, I thought you were just this. Two little two girls. Two little girls <laughs> doing this thing and trying it out. And probably mummy and daddy are like looking after all the bills. Not true. And so I think I actually quite like shopping yeah, people no, in that I way. No, I like it so now. Like, yeah, but before, like now as I'm older, I like it. But when we first started, mm. I really felt that. Like I really felt like they're not good enough almost. Yeah. Even though like we were doing great things, it's just that I felt like I wasn't allowed to like yeah. I felt like I had to not be excited and be more professional. Yeah, I know. And it's sad. I think we did feel that and we probably, oh, well, like we got told that too. Like mm. people totally told us that and it's lame. And I would <laughs> never, I'll never ever tell someone to like, sh- like dim their light, dim their light <laughs> or calm down their excitement because F that, no way. Be yourself. Yeah. Another thing that I think is really a great trait is enthusiasm for someone else's success. Oh, my. And this is few and far between. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. I, I'm i trying to think, like, how many times I felt like we couldn't share our success with someone because, you know, the response would almost be, like, mean. Mm. And so I know that we go out of our way like when someone's telling us an idea or a success I want to celebrate that like yeah. I want to be like yes this is amazing and I want to be enthusiastic and excited for them because yeah. that is a really good feeling for me it's almost it I can definitely say yeah that's selfish well it, it makes me feel good because I'm celebrating but I also know how good it feels to be celebrated yeah I think it works both ways and it's not it's not really selfish but it's smart you know like we know <laughs> It's not even it's not even woo-woo spiritual blah blah blah. It's actually scientifically proven that you know when you're more grateful and positive feelings flowing through you, it it boosts your immune system. Yeah. So I think if you're one of those people who find it really hard when you hear of other people's success, you need to do some work because it's actually it's not a nice it's not nice. Mm. Uh if someone is like rubbing their success in in your face, and maybe you've just got fired or, like, you're going through something hard, that's different, okay? Like, it's all different individual situations. If this is just a general thing where, like, you know, all your fr- it feels like all your friends are succeeding and you're lacking behind, you're falling behind, and you're in that, that mode of, well, me, uh, which is fine. It's good to be honest and real with yourself and realize, hey, that's me. How can I make a change? And the cool thing is, is that making changes is actually simple and easy. You just take one little step. Mm. And the first step can be acknowledging it. Yeah, exactly. That's always the first step. Acknowledging, huh, that's interesting. Uh, And then I think it's like, what do you do? Yeah, well, I was just thinking about a quote uh, regarding this, like how there could be, you know, someone in your life who is further ahead or whatever. And it's this idea that, you know, we all have seasons in our life. Mm. Like just because somebody is, you know, at the peak of their season right now and everything seems to be flowing their way, Mm. let's not forget, like, how did they get there? Like Mm. it wasn't like that always. And I think this is something that no one will ever truly know your journey. No one can ever fully understand everything you've been through as an individual. But 
have a think about what you've been through as an individual and it's probably more than likely that the person who you're looking at who looks so successful and everything just seems to be going right has been through something similar and it's usually through those moments of hardship and moments of grit and where they've had to like really dig deep that's where they grew and that's where they learned and that probably helped them get to where they are and I think um you know, it's it's remembering that success doesn't have to have come or whatever you're striving for doesn't have to come at a certain time. Mm. I mean, sure, there's certain things like maybe like having a baby that has to come at a certain time if that's your thing that you're comparing to, which is a bit different, I think, obviously, because timing is important mm. in your life. But if it's like a job thing or a business thing, you know, you might be find success and your bliss at age 60 and someone might find it at 20. Like it just, you just have to be on your path and it's a full circle bliss, Joseph Campbell. If the path is looking like somebody else's, you're not walking your path. Don't try and walk your best friend's path. Walk your own path. That's the one you're meant to be on. So it's about, I think, connecting, going inwards and, you know, stuff like meditation and yoga really helps you do this. You need to create the time in your calendar, in your life to uh, to find that bliss, to find your path. It doesn't just magically appear when you're not looking for it. I think you actually have to look for your path sometimes and where you should be going. Um, and if you can't see the path, it might be that you have to forge a path, like the, even the beginning of the path. Yes. Like if there's literally no door, make a freaking door. And, you know, it might be the wrong path, and but it will lead you to your one. Exactly. Uh, so it's it's about making action, taking action, I think. You know, if you're feeling that, that you're getting left behind, instead of focusing on what you lack, focus on what you can do. And what you can do is simply take a step in some direction. It might be taking a week off work. Like, and just doing nothing. I would recommend. It might be like doing, I mean, that's how we found Marybody. We took time off. We did nothing. We went to the beach for a bloody three months and, like, talked. It was great. I know. It's a great time. Uh, (laughs) And then then the idea landed in our brain. Yeah. Like, just like that. Yeah. After a lot of beach time and brainstorming and then it just fell together. Yeah, I think uh, coming back to the action steps, like, you know, if you find yourself that you're not, you're not the person being excited for others and you just kind of feel like, why is nothing going my way? Like, why does everybody else get what Mm. they want? I never get what I want. I think it could be you need to almost take your focus elsewhere and that's really where learning something new can help. Like a newness. Because I think where there's newness, newness, there's excitement. There's this unknowing. And if you can find a newness that sparks something, like that will create excitement. For us, we have had probably three times where there's been like big excitement levels within yeah. our business journey. So this is nine years. So in nine years, there's been three key times that I can recall. The first one was right at the beginning. Like when we started the Mary Meg Sisters, we like got the ABN. Um, we got the the website redesigned. We paid like $500 for it. And it was like, this is going to be a thing. Like, I'm so excited. That one lasted a long time of, like, trial and error of many things. Like, of, like, this is a thing. No, this is a thing. And now we're doing this and this is a thing. And it was a lot of excitement. I remember um, we went to this chiropractor and he was like, you need to, like, 
you're very uh, high vibe, which is good, but we need to somehow bring a calm intensity about this. And I was like, I've got no idea what you mean because I can't even fathom that. It's not calm. It is not calm. Nothing calm about this. I'm just switched on all the time. It was so fun though. And I think, you know, that is, we can really owe that type of energy to the, the driver. The, it was driving us. It kept us going. Oh my. Uh, we had no idea what we were doing. Like it's kind of, it's really quite funny to look back on that and think, what the heck were you Well, I just think we were working full time in the government. Every morning we were blogging. Every night we were blogging. And then a year and a half later we quit our jobs and then we still didn't know what we were doing, but we were like, I still felt that excitement at yeah. that time. Like, well, I mean, that like that, that changed it up even when we quit the job. So it was like, oh my gosh, now all we get to do is like stay <laughs> home and do this. And then it was like, oh my gosh, like what are we doing? But then we're like, oh my God, all we get to do is stay home and do this. Like, like what do we do? <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was a long, long period of uh, this big excitement, big excitement. And like things fueled it, but like what what was important was that we took the action to fuel it, like to continue that feeling. So we went to the conferences. We went out of our normal world in our house in Chisholm, in Canberra, our little Merrymakerland bubble. We went to ProBlog and we went to the Philippines, mm-hmm. Tropical Think Tank. We did, met amazing people New doing York. amazing things. We went to New York and this was what fueled that excitement. It kept it going. And that's why, as you mentioned, travel was a big mm. important thing. Like looking back, travel was our thing that kept the excitement and the enthusiasm going. Yeah, and because we would always learn new things where we would go and then come home and implement them. Like yeah, you be- know those people who go away to relax? Like, I've never done that. Ever. Have we ever done that? I've never done that. I mean, that. maybe when we went to Europe when we were young. We didn't relax. No, we were like walking around like we must see everything. And, uh, and probably stressed. We're lost, am I? So lost always. <laughs> uh, so, and then the, I would say, the second time was when we came up with Mary Bonnie. Yeah, that was very – that was like – that was super exciting because we had felt, you know, the opposite, I guess. We had felt stuck. We felt a bit like, oh, my gosh, what are we doing? We don't want to do this anymore. Mm. So It, it felt went, forced yeah. before. So it kind of went from one extreme to the other. So it was a really noticeable, aha, like we're excited, this is amazing, we're on to something. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that lasted a long time too, really. Mm. It lasted well and truly, you know, into Marybody, the membership. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because that was kind of like another level of excitement within the same project. And, I mean, now we're feeling it with our adventures into NFT land. and Web 3.0, which, you know, all that is is it's an extension of the internet we're using today. And, of course, you guys know our our business is on the internet so it makes sense that we're interested in web 3.0 it makes sense that we are watching this space with nfts and going whoa mind blown with the community and and what they're creating in that area and it brings so much excitement like back to the start of Marybody and merrymakers it feels like that again yeah and i think that was really good how you like interesting how you said that because i think in a way some people think that Web 3.0 is, like, for some people. Yeah. And that Web 2.0 will stay the same. Like, mm. and this is going to stay here, but then there's this, and that's only for some people. But I don't agree. Mm. I think that everything is going to shift Me into too. Web 3.0. 
Of course. And this is why we as creators of an online business must learn about this if we want to stay relevant, if we want to grow our business, if we want to adapt, if we want to um, provide a service that will keep up with the technology of today. Yeah, and I think, you know, many people, especially in yoga, you know, the yoga world, potentially might have a lot of fear around this because, I mean, if you're new to this whole term of Web 3.0 and NFTs, we've mentioned it only briefly on the podcast, but come along with us. Down the rabbit hole. <laughs> and it, it, it's kind of portrayed outside of the world. It's portrayed as, you know, like pop on your virtual reality goggles and enter the metaverse and you're never coming out. Uh, and, you know, you can be whoever you want to be. You create these fantasy lands and it's it's stepping out of reality. But really, I mean, we were on a podcast interview just this morning about this, but really we're already living a version of this. I mean, how many times have you picked up your mobile phone today? How many times have you checked your uh, Facebook page, your Instagram page? How many times have you posted a photo? Have you used filters? Have you created a different version of yourself online? <laughs> like that's virtual reality. It's yeah. already here. It's just going a step further. Uh, but, of course, everything has darkness and lightness because what this brings, all I see, is a great opportunity for maybe deeper connection and and even more recognition for creators like musicians, artists, and just general creators who are writing, uh, connecting people. I think it's amazing. I mean, what is Web 3.0? What is all this business? It's it's shifting. So, you know, instead of one person or one corporation holding all this power. The people hold the, the power. The people hold the power. I mean, Facebook kind of ruined it by calling it meta, but but I don't know. Watch this space. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel, again, and, like, if we can look at the elements that we've been talking about, like, why do we feel this? It's because it's new. Mm. And it excites us and it's relevant to us. So I think this is where you as an individual, if you're looking for excitement, it's like, okay, what's new, but what is relevant to you? Like what, what in like, you don't have to find something completely new that you don't know anything about. Like it could just be a new thing that you are already interested in. Like obviously we are very much interested in creating uh, amazing content online. Like that's what we that's what we love to do. Create mm. amazing content online and share it with our amazing community and connect with people. We love yeah. to connect with people online. Yes. And and in real life, but it's pretty powerful that we can connect with people in every single continent on this planet yeah. on the same day. Yeah, it's that like blows my mind. It's like hi Sharon who's listening from Canada. Like yeah. You, we know you're listening. <laughs> Hello. Like, yeah. that's so cool. Like, uh-huh. we've created a relationship with someone who lives across the world and we met in real life. For coffee. on go- In the Gold Coast when she visited. And that's the power and magic of inter- of the internet mm-hmm. and, I guess, virtual reality because how did we meet? It wasn't in a coffee shop down the street. We met online. Yeah, it couldn't have happened the other way around. Yeah. Like, that probably would never have happened, meet at the coffee shop and then do X, Y, Z. Like, it It could potentially, but And it has before. But, like, really, what we love to do is that. Like, find people who are like-minded and talk to them every single day. (laughs) And I think, you know, when you do, when you're in business, you admire uh, innovation. Mm-hmm. You admire, you can look back and, you know, you love a good story, you love a good uh, business story or like a, 
uh, disrupt, disruption, disruption in an industry. It might be that you're, it's a historical one where it's electricity or like um, the invention of the computer. Like all this stuff is exciting, right? Steve Jobs, like he, that story is exciting for most people. It's happening now in real time. So we can also get excited about that instead of being fearful. I think lots of people become fearful of what is coming. Yeah, we you can have decide. No- you have nostalgic for the past, mm. nostalgic feelings, but then you become fearful and anxious of the future. We can decide to participate in it. Yeah. Which is like that quote that was on Twitter, ah. that tweet. It's like we can decide to participate in it and just like see what it is. Like, just be curious. And I think oh. curiosity is such a powerful thing, like, just to to wonder why. Well, and that's our theme for November. So yeah. amazing. It's so true. Like, uh, we can replace fear with curiosity and we just have to dip the little toe, the little finger, just have a little taste. Mm-hmm. We don't have to dive in head first. I mean, that's what we did. It was fun. But you don't have to. And it took us a long time. I mean, crypto has been here a long time. We didn't really get into crypto straight away, but NFTs appealed to us because they're more creative. Mm-hmm. There's more story. And I think that's important and community. for us. More community, yeah. I mean, and then you begin to notice, whoa, like this crypto world, you know, it gets a bad rap on the outside. But actually when you are in there and you learn more about it, you understand. Mm, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and it's fun to learn and it's fun to understand something you didn't once understand. Mm, and I think it's important and we can, we again, can look at history. Like nothing stays the same. No. Like, you know, when I can remember like Joel's nan like still went and like, got her money out of the bank, like, you know, and wanted to use checks still. Wow. And that would have been when bank cards first came out, like to go to the ATM and get money out, people were afraid of that. People were like, I'm just going to go to the bank. I remember when, like, first purchasing stuff online, we were all nervous. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, like, won't you know my credit card on my card? And, like, purchasing movie tickets. No, I'll just buy it at the movie theater. Because, How like, funny. that's weird, buying it online. Now it's completely normal and, for me, preferred to buy online. Yeah, and, like, Apple Pay with your phone, like, so tap easy. and pay. Yeah, I'm not worried about that anymore. Whereas, you know, when it was changing and when it was being introduced, it was all, like, <gasps> I mean, it's good to have a little bit of, like, you know, you be safe. Like, hacking and cyber yeah, uh, it's very crime is really real. Mm. Especially like in the crypto and NFT world, like it does happen on often. So you need to be careful. So that's why it's like, yeah, dive in if you want to, but also be aware of like stuff that yeah. could happen. Like well, don't, don't click any dodgy links, okay, guys? If anything seems like a scam, it probably is a scam. Yeah, and don't um yeah, don't be silly yeah. about it. Like do don't just research the perks and the pros. Yeah, like it's important to look at both sides and to be like to to be yeah, more uh informed about this stuff. If you're going to go into it, you need to be informed yeah, about it. Yeah, and I think sometimes you might think it's too hard to learn and to research and you don't want to research the pros and the cons, but also that can be a really fun thing to get into. Uh 
So enjoy it as well. Like yeah. it's like it's one step at a time, the same one step at a time. It's the same thing we tell Marybody members with their workouts. If you've never worked out before and now you're like, oh my, I need to. It's not focusing on the end. It's focusing on today. Yeah, and it's not focusing on all the time you didn't work out. Yeah. Like in the past. It's focusing yeah. on, well, now you have an option to to work out. Yeah. Are you going to or not? And I think um one last thing I want to talk about is, and Gary V talks about this a lot, is when somebody, and you might be thinking this right now, <laughs> when somebody says something and you just diss it straight away, like mm. you're just like, not for me. Mm. And you like you actually don't have to be like that. You could be intrigued instead. Yeah. You could think, okay, well, that I don't know anything about that, but I'm keen to like tell me more. Like, yeah. tell me more, what do, what's your experience? And he also says and there's a, a common thing that he talks about a lot when people are, oh, no, I just invest in property. It's like it doesn't actually need to be or, or, yeah, or. Yeah. It could be and, and, and. And I think that is another thing to keep in mind. And this is with anything really. Focus is important, don't get me wrong, but you can also and it. You can end it. Yeah. I think sometimes you become attached to something and you only hear that, you know, especially in the world of investing. I think, you know, how many people have I met where they're like, I only do this. Or and just do stocks. And it's like, oh, okay, like very, whew, like I felt that, like I'm going to not talk about this anymore. Um, and it's interesting, I think. I think I hope I'm not like that. I don't want to be like that. I want to be open and receptive to ideas. Probably in some cases I am like that. I don't know what. I can't think of any examples. But this is also like where the excitement is. Like yeah. It's like, it's like kind in of. the learning. Yeah, it's in the learning and it's in like the dabbling. Like I really am excited that there's there's some there's a time where focus is important, where you need that one-pointed focus yes. to make something happen. Absolutely. Hands down, if you are working on a giant project, you need to focus on that. Yeah, But then I also think what we experienced, we built Marybody. We built the team around Marybody. Marybody now is a very uh, seamless project that we work on every single week. It's fun. It's great. uh, But it doesn't require any, uh, apart from like, which we always bring in, our new programs and like our new classes and our new meditations and this kind of creativity. The the system though of where it's created is already in place. Like, so we don't need to think more about that. Yes. Well, I mean, that was so hard when we started that project. Yeah. Like how, like we see what we want to make. How do you make that? Like that was such a big learning for yeah. you. I mean, like learning how to build an app. What the hell? Like no wonder we have so much time on our hands. So that's why... <laughs> That needed that. Yeah. In in no sense no. would I ever have added more to my life no. in that moment in time. No, no, no. We so couldn't have. it would have been extremely overwhelming. I wouldn't have got the app done. Like there's no yeah. way it would have been what it is today. So that's really important to recognize I think as well because, you know, how much spare time do you have? Mm. What's your life like? If it's overflowing with things, you might not have the space to add anything new, but maybe you can take something away to replace it with something new. Yeah. Or maybe you can carve out the time. All right, I'm going to tell XYZ I need this time, so deal with it. Or you take stuff out that is unnecessary. Yes. And the fact that you are now less overwhelmed by the busyness of your life 
suddenly you're excited about something that was always there, Mm. but you just didn't realize how excited you were about it because you didn't have time to focus on it or be excited about it because you were too busy being busy. Oh, my, too busy being busy. (laughs) I don't want to be too busy being busy. So this chat was fun. Yeah, I really liked this chat. Uh, I like where 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 it went went down the rabbit hole a little bit to NFTs. That was fun. So come along with us on our journey. Like this is what this podcast is about, I think. You know, we're just sharing. Literally, we just talk about our lives and things that we notice. And it's fun. It's fun to self-reflect. And we're lucky that we have this, I guess, platform to do it. So if anything resonated, if you are looking for your excitement, tell us about it. Did you find it? Are you looking? Are you going to go hunt for it? We would love to hear from you. You can message us. You can email us. Otherwise, we'll be back in your ears next week with a brand new episode. Bye-bye. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.